Welcome to The Story Tinker, a place for in-depth analysis of stories, including Midnight Poppyland, Purple Hyacinth, and more. Co-hosted by sharp, witty, and dare I say, thirsty fans, we dive deep into every episode, analyzing character, relationship development, and plot theories. You can follow The Story Tinker on all podcast platforms and videos of most episodes on YouTube. You can also follow The Story Tinker on Instagram and Facebook. If you'd like weekly bonus content, sneak peeks, and more, you can support The Story Tinker on Patreon. Thanks for listening to The Story Tinker, and let's get started. It's one of my personal favorites. Cool. Mm-hmm. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 20, Dancing Devil. And today we have Fire Dancer, Bundin, and Fu. Hello. And we, um, Hello. it was a bit of a debate and argument about who would get which portion, but... <laughs> We peacefully resolved this. <laughs> no, they didn't. Cindy's <laughs> a dictator. She forced me out of the fourth part. Listen, you know, all the time I put into this, I just got that one right. We had to have the proper emotional impact for every part. But you get the butler, so you're happy. You are happy. At least you can't <laughs> <That's> him <done. laughs> All right. Well, take it away. Okay, so... The first thing you see is turn your sound on, which the music in this episode slaps. It's the same one that they used earlier in when they're interrogating McTrevor, I think, in either 15 or 16. 16. And yeah, I just love that they reused it. And it's also just has a different connotation this time. And I, I like that. I always like to comment about the music as well, because obviously we can't share that. So just wanted to say music in the slaps. Um, we cut to um someone's legs clacking and then we see that those legs belong to Herman who's about to drink some coffee but then he's startled by something and we see that there's a big crash and that something got thrown into his window knocked over his coffee cup broke it and there's now a a black and gold file on his desk which we know are the loon files Oh, wait, you think something got thrown? I, I yeah, thought I thought he just saw it. Oh, I thought he dropped it. Oh, I had my interpretation just like, mm. okay, so he just saw it. In, so he just saw it on his. Oh, so he's just drinking coffee. Saw it on his desk and dropped it. Oh yeah, my. I yeah. You, you see something new every time. So I'm a little out of it today. But then, how long did you think? like the file got thrown through his window oh no man it's been like this is actually the the last episode I got to before I caught up with it so this was about like September oh. 2019 oh, but <laughs> because I just reread the episode before um doing it and I did not even understand what was going on I was like why are we seeing Herman drinking coffee and why did he drop the cup I did not get and I was like well, what does that have to do with this scene <laughs> okay so, good don't feel bad um until I, I reread it just now it's like oh that's why because they you know it's the whole okay just their file <laughs> thank you guys okay so okay. then we see those golden leaves again in the transition which we saw in the last one as well just awesome. it cuts... it matches with uh with her golden wreath mm-hmm. yeah her her um band in her hair then it cuts to the this opulent gate and we see lauren and kieran strolling through the city holding hands among all of the other rich people. Then they go up to a door and the door guy says, good evening, sir, madam, may I take your coats? And then Lauren's like, yes, thank you. And like takes off her coat. And that man looks shook. That man looks shook mm-hmm. taking off her coat. Is it just me? <laughs> oh no, like he, he, 
he was not prepared he was not prepared and i i love it it's like i am in such close proximity to this beauty Mm -hmm. i am touching the thing that touched her (laughs) indirect god uh creepy (laughs) yeah and then i don't know if it's another guy or the same guy but then we see someone else holding kieran's coat cane and hat and kieran says thank you sir as he's putting the hat on the pile and then the guy says have a lovely evening as they enter the establishment which is the golden clover and then Lauren and Kieran are next to each other. And Lauren says, I snuck into the back and did a little bit of reconnaissance there earlier. Found a small locked storage room and set everything up for Anslow there. Then she says, we won't be disturbed there as she grabs his bicep to like be escorted into the place, I guess. And then she says, at least until the police get here. And then we get the title card episode 20 and then we actually see this place for the first time looks really fancy they've got a lot of liquor and alcohol music dark wood paneling really really fancy place and then they're walking in arm's length and kieran says so our righteous moral officer broke into a bar monomore you never cease to surprise me and they both have these smug looks on their face like these fake smiles they're just so funny. No, just to be a happy couple dating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he calls her my love. And yeah, I know whenever he says something sarcastic, it's not red. But he still called her my love. And I love it. <laughs> Actually, by the way, I don't know if I should say this on the podcast. There's, there's somebody, one of our friends who always calls me like darling. And I'm like, I'm not your darling. And I can't figure out what he, I can't figure out if he just uses it for everyone or if it's like just me. Anyway, mm-hmm. but I'm not asking so <laughs> now you know how Lauren feels on a daily basis. Yeah, no. It would be really annoying, actually. Mm-hmm. And we acknowledge that. Sure, but sure. anyways, Kieran turns to her and he still has that like really happy, almost too happy, like peaceful smile on his face. And he says, Did they teach you that at the police academy or did you study it in your free time? And then Lauren says, with an equally as smug face, she says, you don't need a degree in assassination to pick a lock. So the police academy did teach me how to shoot arrogant killers. And like the contrast between what they're saying and how they are, what, how they are looking is just hilarious. Mm-hmm. And Fire Dancer, I, I think it's your, your turn also. Yeah. yeah. Right, but one then, thing though, before mm-hmm. we start, I also like the fact that it kind of just shows how easily they can blend into the situation and they're, mm-hmm. they're on the same beat. They can blend in and they can act mm-hmm. the certain way but it's only when you pay attention to what they're actually saying that you see what they really are so it just goes to show how good they are at these infiltration missions mm-hmm. and I think awesome. that shows it's professionalism and yes. I like it truly and then also like I think a, a lot of people have said this before but just this whole episode gives heavy like Mr. and Mrs. Smith vibes and it is yes yes a plus <laughs> all right so Lauren then pulls him onto the dance and says, come on, let's dance. And then you see them um, getting into positions. <laughs> Those fancy high heels. Mm-hmm. Looking fancy as heck. Look like they hurt. <laughs> I oh hate heels. Oh, I love paddle. heels. Oh, this reminds me. Um, sorry, I, I was just thinking, because like, I'm looking at that panel of 
Lauren and Karen and like they look kind of awkward <laughs> but it reminds me that Lauren's dress is actually very like 1920s inspired mm-hmm. but the dress itself is not very 1920s but the haircut and then the bodice itself does have a lot of 1920s vibes which again plays into the more like early 20th century and um, Victorian era aesthetic but mm-hmm. it is one of the more I guess revealing dresses that we do see in the series yeah, no, yeah. I, and I you know really where like, his fingers be. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I really like the um the use of different historical inspirations for mm-hmm. the different um costumes and stuff. So like even Lauren's dress, it's a mix of like a tango dress, but also like the hair and the stuff and the, the crown thing are very 1920s, but she's got like a corset and it's long and it kind of, it almost looks like it has a little bustle but that's probably not it but like the fold of fabric kind of gives you like Edwardians I like I like watching fashion YouTube so I I, I see all these things and I'm just like she just looks good Honestly. any era she just looks good and I really like the attention to detail that was put into the costume work in this series yeah I just looked up like when the eras ended so Queen Victoria died in 1901 so that mm-hmm. was the end of the Victorian era. And then there was mm-hmm. Edward from 1901 to 1910. So that's the Edwardian era. And then mm-hmm. there's George V. So I guess that's the Georgian era. I, <laughs> I guess for the PH world, it's the Philippian era or whatever. Philippian. It's like Philippian. if Edward was the dead king and Edward, you know, died, then that would be the end of the Edwardian era. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it sets them in. I um, like. I like the idea of that. That'd be good. Hmm. All right. So after that, Karen asks, any sign of Anslow? And you just see, you can see people in the distance kind of like talking, mingling, but no Anslow. So there's nothing yet. He then proceeds to say, hmm, and and are you sure none of your rich family friends will recognize you here? Then Lauren, with a surprised look on her face, says, how do you know anything about my family? And then, mm, more dancing. He then puts her hand on his waist and says, well, you said you're a Sinclair, so I figured you couldn't exactly be poor, especially since Tristan Sinclair is the chief of police. Some casual deduction work there. And she's also, um, you know, one of the things that she told him on the bridge was, I don't want you to be involved in my private life. So I think she's not too happy about the fact that he is like butting into her private life. Yeah. But at the same, but at the same time, he can also argue where it's like, well, technically this is all like pretty easy information to figure out. I don't even have to go near your private life to figure that out. I don't need to Google it. It's right there. Yeah. Um, Tristan's pretty high up in like, you know, in, I don't know, the social structure, because he is the chief of police. So I would imagine that for some people, Sinclair is a household name. Yeah. Um, I don't know about you guys, but the the police commissioner in my country, we call him by his first name. You don't even have to say his last name. You just say his first name and everybody knows exactly who you're talking about, which is just funny. That's what I'm also assuming because you come from a smaller country and out of Hollis seems pretty small. So yeah. it's not like, you know, America, like, oh, what's the, you know, you know, the president is pretty much it. But otherwise, like, even in my state, like, do I know 
what's the police like I don't even know what's the chief of police like what I don't even I wouldn't even begin to know who that is so yeah like bro I, I don't even know the governor's name of my state but <laughs> I don't know I actually met the governor of my state so hey, nice. hey that's that's yeah, that he went to you know they make a lot of memes about this guy here so that's uh memes about the politicians and stuff is always a thing but yeah it was actually on the news today so it's just like remembering it was like oh yeah that's the thing so yeah in this city in particular and with the level of crime they probably would have Sinclair be like a pretty well-known name mm-hmm. like oh, yeah, place. so point. Kieran probably just figured that out but then just probably did a quick double check just to see mm-hmm. yeah yeah and I'd also just like to point out their incredible proximity and their comfort with that proximity I don't know how comfortable. Maybe you mentioned that he, Kieran looked awkward. I'm like, maybe he looked awkward because of that. But they're definitely capable of at least hiding it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think they would be doing this at all if it wasn't like necessary to play the part. But I admire the fact that they can do it without blushing and Kieran without too much innuendo. But we're we're enjoying it as readers. Yeah, because that's one thing I do appreciate about this comic is that. Um, they're very professional in their relationship, at least at this part, to where they don't get embarrassed easily around each other. They won't like constantly like blush at the thought of people like them. Oh my God, he's gonna he's gonna be in my personal space, stuff like that. They're just very professional about it. It's just like this is part of the job. It's it's simple. And they both have their goals and they're both know that they just have to put up with each other to like get to the goals and mm. gotta gotta appreciate the 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 professionalism and like the ability to just put things aside and just focus on the mission even if they're just doing the bantering right now which the banter Mm. yeah I mean they're using one another like we can try to deny it but they are using one another for their own personal goals yeah well they have the same goal I'd say so like it's a mutual goal I don't know if it's both of them are kind of vying for some sort of revenge it seems like Lauren Although, yeah, she wants to take down the pandemic sites because it is the right thing to do. She's also trying to get revenge for her childhood friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is obvious that um, his death does plague her. So, And then obviously we have, he has, Kieran clearly has motivation as well, but we don't know that as of yet. So, you know, they're both clearly, it's very personal to them and they're just, the, the means to the end. So, yeah, they'll dance with each other and... Yeah do all that yeah because they pretty much established it when they decided to work together we'll do whatever it takes to get our answers so this is just one of the many things not so bad dancing together there could be worse (laughs) true at least they can both dance so true and Mm -hmm. stepping i mean lauren could do a lot of damage with those heels true (laughs) if she misstepped oh goodness (laughs) And then, all right, so after he says, uh, excellent deduction work on his part, then we get this epic pose right here, like staple tango pose. And it is, she looks at, I will say the dialogue. And then she says, you did a background check, kind of like more shocked that he, that he did that. But then can, I just need to point something out. This pose right here, it is immaculate for so many reasons. Number one, and the biggest one, his posture right here, it is <laughs> incredible. Like the shoulders, they are, 
mm, straight back, him, like the angle of his face. It is beautiful. And then just, ah, like his weight is evenly proportioned as well. He's not like leaning on one leg or something. It's even and it is, oh, it is beautiful. And she's doing amazing things here as well. She's not leaning back too much. She's not leaning forward. She doesn't look awkward. And it is, it is beautiful. I, I love this panel so much. <laughs> Our resident I was not such a smart person. And I was like, hmm, fire dancer. I, I was like, why are you a new fire dancer? Or when you told me dancer that you're a dancer, I was like, oh, that's why you call yourself fire dancer. So to that's anybody funny. who does not have detective skills like Lauren, um, fire dancer is a dancer. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. And this is just one of the many things I appreciate about PH. <laughs> like they clearly did their work to um, get the poses and stuff right for mm-hmm. a tango. And the, that in and of itself should be commended because mm-hmm. she like so freely went out of her way to make sure that it was accurate to the dance itself. And probably took a lot more time and especially like when you draw you don't know like you probably don't know how the tango works really other than just mm-hmm. roses and like that one scene in the Adams Family values mm-hmm. which we all love um <laughs> so I, I don't know I just really like I, I think that this panel you can just appreciate the level of work that probably goes into each one of these drawings and we get so many panels in each episode and we should appreciate all of them I think um, Soph worked with a choreographer friend like she did in episode 11 and 12. I don't think it's the same person because like fighting and dancing so it's two different fields of choreography but I'm pretty sure she worked with a choreographer to draw the scene. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, that would If she did that is that is commitment and I commend that that is yes. There's actually a panel in here that comes further down that I remember. I used to like to watch dance videos on YouTube and there's a, a, a scene from a movie with a tango in it. And oh. they get to this one part in the tango and I was like, wait, that's in Purple Hyacinth. And I went and I checked and I held them next to each other. It was the same thing. And I was Yo, like, wait, is it the one where she has his leg around it? Yes, yes. Oh my God, yes. I love that panel so much. Yeah, it was just like, that's the same thing. But it's just like, yeah, they used real reference, which is great amazing yes so all right moving on from perfect posture that I could simp about all day she's then she then says very annoyed I warned you if any of them are in danger because of you and then he says our deal was not to ask personal questions which I didn't nothing's preventing either of us from doing a little snooping without asking which technically that's true. He's not breaking any rules here. He could have been a lawyer. True, <laughs> honestly. Well, in one fanfic, he is a lawyer. I'm actually reading that one. Oh yeah, really? I know that I'm one. Then, I haven't read that one yet. Wait, like, I don't have many fanfics, but I am I am reading that one now. Brendan, so. mm-hmm. imagine like at the end of the series where Kieran has to represent himself in court, and he's like about to get the death penalty. <laughs> oh no! Just like I believe this. Like Matt Damon. <laughs> in um goodwill hunting where he's like oh. he's got the gift of gab and he can just get himself out of every situation mm-hmm. yes that means I mean, good i mean yeah i mean i feel like kieran could be kind of like low like low-key if he wanted to like silver tongue-esque so oh yeah for sure he's got he's like the too. actual skills to like not only like 
being able to speak to people but he's got the physical skills to like break out of places and stuff like you said if he got arrested he'd probably bust himself out within the day Mm -hmm. so wouldn't put it past him to be able to like weasel his way out of a legal situation then again purple hyacinth do um does torture us sometimes so Oh, no, I just want an epic scene where he's like representing himself. He's in the courtroom and I just picture the courtroom for some reason they have like giant windows and stuff. But what I picture, he's like over here. He's like kind of starting to win the crowd over a little bit, a little. And then he just makes his finishing point and then he's backing up and then he just falls out of the window. Just and I'm done. <laughs> See ya suckers. <laughs> Oh god, yeah, that would be his dramatic exit for sure. Is it bad of me to think that this this comic, the, this world probably doesn't have like a legal system where you can like represent like they wouldn't give him a lawyer or anything because corruption and like all that stuff. Like they're just like put him to death. It's like Ugh. I don't, I don't, I don't. I think they do have a pretty strong legal system because of stuff that we see later on. Um, ah. I don't want to talk about it, but like there's a lot of stuff that showed that the legal system is like ours. Interesting. Okay. It does depend though, Mindy, because if our if the legal system is like ours, it does mean that lawyers for people who are generally poorer and more lower class, it means that those people won't be represented the same way that richer people are going to be represented. And the sorry, the examples that we do see um, later on, the the person being or the person who is like you know being represented they had money they 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 married like a rich person and so like they could afford a good lawyer if they wanted but I'd imagine in Artalis a lot of more lower class people can't afford um can't afford a lawyer and so even if the um justice system does seem to be fair I think there's always going to be that disparity Mm-hmm. Mean yeah, I mean, we know that Trevor got away with a lot of stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because people can, I think, especially in Artalis and the stigma around being lower class, especially now that the Phantom Scythe is around and the Phantom Scythe claims that they represent the lower class and the wants of the lower class, people are going to use the Phantom Scythe to villainize the lower class. And then um, there's going to be a lot of prejudice against the lower class and thus there's going to be some mass incarceration of the lower class as well even though a lot of those people are probably going in there for minor charges or are actually innocent they just can't afford to properly represent themselves well i think that might be a little bit too much extrapolation since we just we haven't seen that yet i mean if it right if it's like our system today and then yeah it's like that but we just haven't seen particular instances but anyway yeah i mean it would make sense that it is like that we just haven't seen it anyway let's get to more lighter topics <laughs> continue with this all right so next what happens is he then pulls her closer after the that thing he then says don't tell me the idea of digging into my past never crossed your mind. And then she just she refutes his point by saying, actually it hasn't. Yikes. That's like um one of the one of the best lines that I ever read in a book is in a book called Carney's House Party. And basically this girl, um, it's one of the series in the Betsy Casey um series from like the early 1900s. And this girl has this massive crush on this giant douchebag who mistreats her 
and is just like not nice to her not interested in her romantically she has a crush on him he doesn't um reciprocate but he does kind of like her attention and over time she grows and she realizes that like he's not worthy of her and she you know develops other interests in life and you know moves on and when he sees her again after a while where he hasn't seen her you know he kind of like tries to flirt with her again just to get her jealous and eventually she's like just leave just leave my house and he's like oh you must think I'm a cad she's like no I just don't think about you at all <laughs> so that's what it reminds me of the energy is iconic <laughs> indeed I love it kind of reminds me sorry I just I, I saw a meme last night it's like a text message thing and the person sent like some they're like baby and the person replied fellow associate and that applies to this so much <laughs> I love that. I'll send you that later, but yeah, please. That You're has, begging for attention. Yeah, that has energy. Like here, it's like, "Hey, baby," and then Lauren's like, "Hi, associate." Oh, <laughs> like, just deadpan it. No, it just or to make it extremely Lauren style, just like, like, "Hi, baby." Meanwhile, Lauren, hello, subordinate. Yep. Classic, indeed. All right, so she then says after that, "Your dirty laundry is all a matter is all a matter of public record." Uh, he's and then she says this as he spins her around. Also, he has very long legs. My goodness, I mm -hmm. yes, <clears throat> dancer body. <clears throat> she then says, "I don't you." I don't even want to try to drag more human skeletons out of your closet. That's a dig at him. I love that <laughs> it's both a metaphor and it could be taken literally because, you know, skeletons in your closet is like secrets that you're hiding <laughs> from people. But she could also be like, you're literally hiding dead bodies in your house. Like, <laughs> so yeah, it's, it like, goes directly to his heart. I mean, he's not overreacting in this case, but that's like, uh, that's his sensitive point. Yeah, that's Could just a uh, ouch. <laughs> and then after he spins her, he then mm, it does a tango move where like she goes out from a spin, and then they're like stretched out arm, arm in arm. He then says, "I'm offended, officer. I thought this would be more exciting for you, working with a seductively dangerous assassin." Then she says, please don't flatter yourself, subordinate. I've done yeah. much more exciting things. Yeah, Karen, don't flatter yourself. <laughs> I'm like, buddy, it's the inflated ego coming out. My goodness. Also, something Boy. we just haven't mentioned yet. Mm -hmm. But this episode, I feel like, is one of my favorites in terms of how they're drawn. Mm -hmm. Like, their facial expressions and both of them. Like, I really like the mm -hmm. details. Like, the the you can see like the nuances and the expressions and I really enjoy the detail in it and the way that it's lit because a lot of times mm -hmm. pH is lit kind of dark but in this one it, the the setting means that they're all fully lit so you can see like everything and I just really appreciate the way that their faces show their feelings it's just well done and also your boy's still looking pretty handsome honestly he is like I'm I did not mention it earlier, but there was this one panel, like his jawline. I, I am jealous. I am jealous of his jawline. Like I, he's a beautiful man. Truly, he is gorgeous. We apologize for food. Um, again for the same thing. Sorry, food. 
I am staring at you. You can you can take over now and be as or as not excited as you want for the next part because Mm -hmm. the last part is off limits. (laughs) I'm staring into my camera right now like I'm in the office. So we get another establishing shot, and it seems like Kieran is glancing over. So they are looking for something as they dance. And Kieran says, like what? Rescuing old ladies' purses. Oh. And we see him glance again. Uh, another shot of the bar. And it seems like Lauren's looking this time. And she said, you'd be surprised what I can do with handcuffs. Ooh, and Kieran's like, hmm. And then that, he turns and he's like, what? double meaning. Oh, yes. That the boy got right shocked. <laughs> Like, okay. Anyway, <laughs> none need the fuck. I'm Lauren says, like arresting murderers. And out of the corner of her eye, she notices something and she spins Karen around. You totally flew over his reaction. He's like totally shocked. <laughs> like, he like says, mm-hmm. And then he's like, What? He's like, he's Yeah. Like, yeah because yeah police officer handcuffs probably arrested a bunch of people oh wait hold like, on like, everything stopped and it zooms in on him he's just like like the kill bill sirens go on in the back he's like is that what i think she said kieran's mind is with us we him and uh, him and everyone we are on the same plane no he, his reaction just reminds me of like the meme where it's the lady and she's looking at it and she's like the what i don't know Right in front of my salad. I just appreciate well, that so much. <laughs> so, but Lauren gets Kieran. angry. She's like, she's like, how dare you think of that? <laughs> There's this little thing popping out. So she notices on the other corner of her eye. She spins Karen around. And Karen says, what are you doing? And she turns to, she turns a bit to see what's behind her and she says she knows my face and we get this lovely panel of the butler in this hideous panel of lady a and it's one consecutive panel i hate lady a and i have hated her ever since we met her she can burn in the fiery pits of hell and i would not mourn her however the butler deserves everything in the world and why are you hating on lady a my goodness have you considered the circumstances of their relationship she is his boss okay she the power dynamic here is unstable it is hello unhealthy she controls Uh oh Oh. Um, you're cutting in and out we're losing her Oh no! Lady A's ghost is haunting this. <laughs> How dare you speak negatively about me? Maybe the butler Wait. is the one doing it. Oh. Miss Keisha. Miss Keisha. Um. You good, fam? Well. Mm. Oh. Hold up. Wait on. Okay, well, I guess let's continue. Meanwhile, hopefully, who comes back? I texted her. Yeah. Oh, Hopefully. Oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. oh. She got yeeted. Uh-oh. Hold on. Wait, she'll, she's probably coming. Where okay. were we again? There we go. Uh, lady A. Who was telling a us why she hates Lady A? 
Okay. Yes. Okay. Sorry about that. So why hate Lady A? She's his boss. She controls his finances and she has an emotional dependency on him, meaning Butler can't do anything without her by his side. She is essentially stripping away his own independence and mobility. And she doesn't even, she doesn't even acknowledge him by his real name. He's just Butler. Butler this, Butler that. So she sees him as his job and not who he is as a person. And if you want a romantic relationship with someone, you should maybe call them by their name. That is an interesting take. But mm-hmm. I will offer you just a tidbit. I read Artemis Fowl in my youth, and he had a butler named Butler because their family were the butlers. And that's where you got the word from. So maybe his name is actually Butler. No, maybe. Alfred. No, his name is Alfred. Wait, why did I think his no, name is no, Archibald? Like his last name. No, it's the last name is Butler. And like Butler has a sister named Juliet Butler. Like that's her name. Oh. So it's like maybe. But I agree. I mean, her her behavior is yeah. very over the top and it's meant to be comedic. Mm-hmm. But if you if you if somebody would behave like this in a real life, we'd be like, You're crazy. Like you're what's yeah. wrong with you? So you need a, you need a therapist, you maybe need some um some, some some medication your butler can like help you with that and like let butler live his life be a lady killer like he is not like in kieran's way but you know <laughs> oh gosh you I'm, had to go there i had, to, you go had there. to go anyways this is a lady a hate account if i see any appreciation of lady a i will snipe you on the spot wait she does yeah, have a I great guess, outfit though her i was gonna say i guess i should re- take back my statement where i said i liked her dress Maybe her butler picked it out, Foo. Mm, Probably yes. her butler went shopping. Oh, yeah, because she doesn't move without him. They went yeah. shopping together. Probably helped pick her mm-hmm. outfit. Mm-hmm. But it was his idea to put the thing on her head, which we're about to get to. Yes. Also, Lady A abuses birds. Okay. <laughs> She's an animal abuser. She, she has a bird in her hair, a bird to not. You know, I mean, keeping a bird in your hair is probably not healthy for a bird. It's a small cage, right? that you have to like keep secure to your head and lady a she's all over the place like she probably shake like she's probably like doing cartwheels or whatever looking for her butler <laughs> the poor bird well, if we're gonna get super technical that bird could actually fly out like the cage is not really keeping it in but yeah <laughs> and then also i'm sure she feeds it i'm sure she's like giving it scraps no, i'm just kind of like listening to the yes. debate like <laughs> Probably the butler gives us scraps. I don't think she does it. I feel like she forgets it's on her head. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Until it poops on her. Hey, if it's on her head, it can poop on her. True. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, we forgot to mention the main thing. It's suspicious that she's here again. This is like a trend. Time number one was you know right at right outside the police station where she knew something that like nobody else knew that's time number one so this is time number two when she appears with loon or with kieran whatever kieran lauren so, i don't think kieran's yeah. haven't seen her before but lauren has so yeah i think well, yeah because kieran's just like there's someone you know <laughs> technically friends of yours <laughs> Mm-hmm. Technically, Kieran has seen Butler before because in Canvas, Kieran did oh, see Butler. Yeah. yeah, then again, Butler was not as Butler was not as beautiful in Canvas. True. So a lot of things. Was it? What did he look like then? I mean, he looks basically the basically the same. No, I was mixing up. Tristan looks like Santa Claus. 
Yeah, so Uncle, Uncle Tristan, they did him dirty in canvas. They did. <laughs> and then, like, Kieran had a mustache in canvas, and I'm like, oh, honey, no. Kieran? Yeah, he had a fake mustache in the in the beginning. This is the first time I'm hearing about this. Oh Are you sure it's Kieran? No, because, like, okay, in canvas, in the cafe, when they bump into each other, or, like, when he sees it, originally what happened was, like, as she's leaving the cafe after the day, he's coming in. And then it's like a whole panel where they're just kind of like well, glance past each other. He has the fake mustache. Oh my god! <laughs> I need uh, I need to try and find those old canvas ones to see that. Someone must have a screenshot. Yeah, I think they're on. I think what I saw the one was on YouTube. Ooh, okay. Thank you. I do remember um, Lauren's mom in canvas, a queen, a literal queen. She looks so good. <laughs> Honestly, I remember, I remember vaguely, and it's like, ooh, yeah, her parents in general just, they never looked bad in Canvas or original, I'm like, dang. To be fair, Lauren's dad kind of looked like, he looked like a block, like everything (laughs) about him was rectangular. I mean, y'all know I find that her dad looks like my boy Claire Stanfield, we're not gonna get into that. True. (laughs) Like, listen, listen, he may have been a block. But he was a cute block. I oh. <laughs> he, he was a block of refined cheese, and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so Kieran notices them, and Butler and Lady Air are doing some crazy dance moves. Like Butler flips Lady Air around, like literally, he's holding her in her arms, and her feet are in the air, and her head is like down to the floor. They're doing some sort of like swing dance, I think. Mm-hmm. And Kieran says, a live bird? I would ask about the company you keep, but I think I better not inquire further. Lady A is a bird abuser, that poor bird in there. Okay, like imagine being a bird stuck in Lady A's hair as she literally goes upside down. (laughs) They got brittle bones, hollow bones to help light. Mm. (laughs) Although I will say, I think that bird has emotional damage because uh, I believe it's next episode. The bird has to witness her and the butler canoodling. So I, mm. <laughs> poor bird. The, the bird is the most traumatized character here. Forget Kieran. No, Forget no, Lauren. You thought Kieran Maria was traumatized. Look at the bird. Look what you Remember mean. last night we were talking about yeah. all the characters should like go through like who had it worse. The bottom instead is like the bird in Lady A's hair. Like, do I even need to say what happened to me? <laughs> So, Kieran, uh, not Kieran, Lauren said, is, I swear it's not what you think. And at this point, she swings her leg around Kieran's leg. Oh my gosh. This is the panel. Yeah. This is the panel. Anyway, the panel. Oh. She dips her back. She dips her back. Uh-huh. skip over that panel. And I she's upside down, that. and she's um, looking behind her. And she sees a man sitting in the lounge who is drinking um, some wine. I just want to say like the panel where she's looking down or like she's flipped upside down like oh my gosh she looks like such 20s she looks like even more 20s themed than she already did like I think it's like this like curl in her hair when she's like yeah it's so adorable and I love it I love it so Mm. much Ooh, and we're coming down to the end as well so Mindy you want to take it from here I will take over um so yeah she sees freckle-faced man who um I love how everything is upside down it's cute to see that 
And um, we also have a very elegant sofa. I forgot what it's called. Gosh, I should know this because it's from like home decor. Westerfield, Chesterfield, I think it's called that sofa that he's sitting on. It's like a very fancy sofa. <laughs> and um, I mentioned this on the 21 podcast where because Harry, because he has freckles, he looks more innocent and childlike. So anyway, she pops her head back up and and then and then there is a very big close-up okay of their faces and yeah I can't even speak this is just too overwhelming their faces are like 0.5 inches away from each other it looks like they're about to kiss and it is just amazing the lighting (laughs) the lighting in this panel alone is chef's kiss I it's beautiful Um, and just like I the detail like where she's kind of like I swear I swear Soph did this on purpose she did this deliberately on purpose because it looks like they're looking at each other's lips and I'm just like I I hate it here I genuinely hate it I love it I love it here uh, you know what's the best part her lips like I think he's looking at her eyes because like they're so close together that he, he literally would not be able to see her lips like, no, I think that with the way he looks, he's just kind of shocked that she went up mm-hmm. in there mm-hmm. and she's just like looking like the most confident woman on the planet. Like, yes. And he's just like, and he like he just but, kind of oh, shocked, she, which I... like I said in the last episode that we did, Lauren shocking Kieran and catching him off guard That's... is the times that we see him being his most like true to himself. Mm-hmm. So first time was when she showed like she had her outfit and her gun and he was like oh and now this when she's getting all up in his face because he probably did not expect that to happen at all and him being Mm -hmm. caught a little off guard is very like interesting in terms of his character because he's this entire time he's been super confident super like like chill and like trying to like tease and stuff but then the second that she's getting up in there he's just like oh like that was not expected he's one of those people who they will dish it all day until people are just like red-faced but they can't take an ounce of what they give they cannot they just they malfunction and he's doing yeah she's giving him back his own game because he's the one who always like does a little bit of flirtation and innuendo and like she she didn't have to lean in like they've been communicating through like distances she didn't have to lean in like this to tell him she did it on purpose Anyway. Also, like the movement of the light as well. That's great. Mm-hmm. Oh, in lighting. my opinion, the most beautiful part of this panel is the part, is the background right above Kieran's hair. That That's, lighting right there. Yes. Beautiful. <laughs> oh, the yes. Movement. I loved that. Okay. Can't figure out if you're serious or if you just want to be like as not romantic as possible. <laughs> I mean, food does art, so I could believe it. True. Probably I, both. I'll believe either way. Either yeah. that or the long headband. And we should also do it not on purpose. Their hands are clutching. Her hand is on his shoulder. Their shoulders are touching. Just a lot of proximity oh. here. Like, bro, I imagine it. being that close to someone's face. That like, mm. imagine being that close to this man's face. I. Oh my god! I would just knee him in the crotch. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what did he do to deserve it? At Nothing. this point, he at murdered point. hundreds of people. That's what he did. He murdered dozens of people. First, no, dozen. he has the highest kill count in the Phantom Scythe. In the Phantom Scythe, I mean, yeah, did, I'll believe the it. Phantom took responsibility for the ATST and like what, two hundred people oh, out there? Yeah, no, but that's not one person. Three hundred, really. So something, I think, I think. Yeah, and also you can't pin that on Kieran. 
He would have been like a child. <laughs> yeah, a child. He didn't do that, but he still does have the highest kill count in the fandom. Yeah, yeah, because they said, or at least they speculate. I think back in episode five, it was like they say he has the highest kills than anyone in the PS combined, and it's like, oh, I yeah, I wouldn't count the the ATST in that though because that's kind of like a group thing. Yeah. Not like no one assassin did it. I think they were talking in terms of assassins. I mean, so. true. I feel like like the train station was like a whole we don't count that that's a that was like a milestone marker but I feel like the rest is kind of like the underlings the assassins they he's got more than any of them uh maybe like I'd say the leader would take responsibility for the ATST but I don't think it should be ruled out out of phantom scythe murders no it wouldn't be a rule out of murders but it's more of an act of terrorism than like an assassination where like you would use assassination like kill counts on people to like measure their skill probably in the phantom scythe so like let's say there's other assassins around like they might have they might keep like score of their kills like i don't know if you've ever seen deadpool there's a thing with like all the mercenaries and like how much they've got like how many kills they have in the deadpool movie i just remembered that but yeah they have something like that so who knows some people will probably be keeping score knowing the phantom sect they probably have betting pools on, on like murders because yeah but like who knows but you know i would say like that would probably be included but beyond numbers if anything that just means they've killed even more people than like you have to combine assassinations and terrorist activity together mm-hmm. no, i don't know that's Mm-hmm. she leans in even closer puts her lips to his ear and says i've got our man and you can just like feel her breath and like that her long eyelashes like just tickling his skin are almost there mm-hmm. like, mm. dude, I, in a way I I like, foreign. okay like in a way i like this panel more than the than the other panel because it's just it's the Uh, yeah it's the intimacy where it's like she's just whispering in his ear like with the most confident face and I I love it I love it so much it is yes shout out to the ribbon like hasn't you know reeled back or anything he's still like frozen in place which means either he's just too shocked and he can't react or he likes it I don't know and then also I don't think we've touched on this too too much but throughout this entire episode if you read it with like the music and everything it is so like you can feel like the intimacy you can feel like the proximity you can like you can feel the sexual tension I will say it there you can feel it bro I read this this was the last episode like I said this is the last episode I read before I was caught up with PH officially I caught up on a Monday I had just gotten out of my first okay. class in call in in um, for the day, and I walked over to the next one, which was right in the building next door. So I had like ten minutes in between. So I had my headphones in. I'm just there, like, like <laughs> just like, oh my god. And then I finished it. And I was just like, oh my god, I have to wait. And I was like, what day does this update? And then it said new episode tonight. And I was like, yes. yes. And hey. I was just like, this was the last thing I saw before I was officially caught up with PH. And I was just like, yes. <laughs> nice that's awesome that you remember mm-hmm. i remember it so clearly because it was like a, a reset in my head when i found ph like Aww. it was it was like 
ever, like I remember it so clearly. She's like, oh, so good. Thank you, Webtoon, for putting out banners. It brings in more readers than you know. Yes. Please put out more banners for your slightly less popular stuff. They will become popular. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see another banner for Unholy Blood. Y'all have one like every single day. Honestly. It's good, but... Right, guys, come on. We got some gems in the background. Be an underappreciated. Do a coin giveaway. God. Please. Please. Whew. Okay. Um, what should we do to end off this episode? Um, we... Keep scrolling because there's the little the, the, the surprise at the end of this episode. We have... Oh. What? I, you don't remember not, this? You don't remember this? Have you never oh, seen it? <laughs> no, even when I reread it today, I didn't scroll. I didn't scroll past this. Well, keep going. Uh, keep Tell going. us what you see, so, Yes, she is. Um, <laughs> she kind of looks like there's another close up, but this time she's like withdrawing, and she has this like confident smirk on her face, like "haha, got you there." I think so. That's how I would interpret her face anyway. <laughs> then we had. Um, it looks like it's supposed to be Soph. I think this little woman sitting with a basket full of petals. It says $30. She's throwing them into the wind and then she turns to face the audience and she just gives this Cheshire grin. Trolled much. <laughs> she knew what she was doing to us. She totally knew. And I, this is why I hate it here. I am, co- we are constantly trolled and I. <laughs> but it's too good. We can't, like, we accept the trolling. We Thank do you. because it is, it gives us immaculate spice and it's worth it. Yes. I love the um, creator's note. I apologize, but I'm not sorry. Smiley face. <laughs> yep. Indeed. Well, thanks for pointing that out. What yeah. I mean, I saw it the first time, like when I read it, but I didn't realize it was in this episode. Cool. <laughs> cool, cool. I swear, I love yeah. to read. I love to read like the top comments on each episode, and just one of them is like, "I'm sure he'd also be interested in what you can do with handcuffs." Oh. <laughs> like, oh my god! Oh, I thought of a good a good way to end this episode. Mm-hmm. Which scene would, if you had to choose one scene to be in in Purple Hyacinth, like either to be as Lauren as Kieran, whatever, or any character, which scene would you want to be in? And I don't know. This scene, I think, is a pretty high up there for me. It's pretty uh. A nice scene to be in. Yeah. I, I don't. I wouldn't mind being Lauren here. <laughs> no, I can't dance though, so I'd probably step yeah. on his feet. But other than that, because no, I'd love to be in this scene so much, but I, I don't do tango, so I'm just like, yeah. Oh, I'd learn. <laughs> I'd be like tango inside me. Up. <laughs> no, I would I mean, learn purely just for this, and it'd be glorious. There's a lot of good chances in this episode for Lauren to stab Kieran so if I had to be in this episode that's what I would be doing but for me I'd say probably 15 and 16. Mm-hmm. Oh those are fun. Oh, those of, like are the fun. episodes that we've done so far. There's yeah. some more episodes I would love to be in but yeah. Yeah. Oh I'll yeah of course before. we can't we can't bring up some of those oh, and no. like 21 oh, 20. Uh, with me I Fire, you probably just want to be in the one panel with the posture. Yeah. <laughs> just like Photoshop her head on Lauren's head. <laughs> like, no. I mean, he takes a photo in the exact angle just to. <laughs> I don't know. I, I swear I'm not that much of a simp. I swear. <laughs> There's one recent episode, like it's not super recent, but like from like a month or so back. 
Oh, I know what you're talking about. That episode. <laughs> I think you guys know which one it is. Yes. I think I, yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah. Hmm, I wonder which one it could be. I, I wonder. Does it have anything to do with a certain purple color? Mm. No, okay, that was vague. That was good. No. Nobody's gonna get that unless they know. So that's good. No, why do I have a feeling Foot would also choose the scene in um a certain recently released episode? Oh yeah. Oh oh yeah. Where up? Yeah. I'm about to deck someone. Yeah. That, that, that's yeah. actually the first one I thought of before. Yeah. The... <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. We're we're making. Um. I don't. I think people who are listening to this are probably caught up, but like if anyone isn't they're probably very confused at this point yeah. anyways <laughs> just keep reading keep reading it gets they're, they're all out you don't have to wait for them like we did mm-hmm. <laughs> does, does, does anyone else want to um not or uh, want to say a scene without saying a scene okay i'm gonna say a scene without saying a scene that i really okay. that probably is my preference my favorite scene that i'd want to be part of involves hmm, okay let's see how i can say it this will be fun um, involves a warm cave. That's the scene. Oh, oh, I know. So, oh, yes. <laughs> that's where I want to be. Hmm. And I can't say anything else, but that's my scene. Okay, what, what's your scene, Bundan and Party Dancer? Mm-hmm. Um, my scene, hmm, you know what, actually, I'm going to go for this one. You know what, my scene involves a bar. Oh, okay. oh yes. Oh. oh, I love that one. Just like, just just that. Y'all know how that goes. That's just because I miss being able to go to bars. <laughs> Good choice. I, I feel I don't feel that, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I think if I had to pick one, I don't want to say this one because it's like it's pretty obvious, but I will say another one that's not this episode, but um you could tell us often we could try and guess <laughs> no i will say it is a certain um <clears throat> very cozy cozy house oh Ooh, yes <gasps> okay, wait, actually, you guys, cozy i see houses. you <laughs> is it a cozy house with an apple or a cozy house with a couch oh, oh good question hmm. it is a Cozy house with, I believe, what's the word I'm looking at? Cozy house with a needle. That, that, that. Ah, yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that oh, one did great. go through my brain, but then I was like, you know what? I want to be having fun with every, <laughs> and then it's just, that's, that's all I will say. I want to have some fun. This was fun. Also, the spectacle episode. Oh, oh yeah. That would be um, pretty cool, right? Um, is it the this episode? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. I love that how we can just cool. do that. That's all <laughs> we need. Like, we can make this into a trivia game, by the way, on the server one night. We're like, we could. You have to say one word, and then you have to guess which episode. <gasps> oh my goodness! Oh my god! Yes. 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 and I we were trying to come up with like event ideas last night yes. because the anniversary is coming up. <laughs> So we were like, hey, like, what if we did blah, 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 blah. We're thinking whatever. of, like, all these different things. We probably won't say them yet, but mm-hmm. yeah. if once we figure them out, we'll probably we'll be able to tell you guys. But yeah, we're, we're yeah. brainstorming right now, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Have, um, I'm that's our server. 
participate in our events. We have fun events sometimes, most of the times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a presentation night. I haven't been at a presentation night, but I've been reading the, the presentations and I think they're awesome. And I was at the, um, the defend your favorite Defender. toxic character. Oh, defend your toxic character. Uh, that was really good. I was very That's impressed fun. with the quality of both the prosecution and the defender. It was, it was great. I keep missing presentation nights. It's my curse. And if we do a presentation night for the anniversary, I might miss it again because that's the day that I move. (gasps) Yeah. So, but I will try. I'll hopefully be done moving in by that night. So hopefully. Cool. No, I don't care if you're sitting on a box or if you're sitting in a corner, you will make it. I believe (laughs) in you. Yeah. I show up it's like me running in like a marathon and like that music like da, 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 da. It's like, imagine like you know Bundan sitting on top of a plane like just trying to get <laughs> no I require I pre-record something and I send it to you guys god yeah. but yeah that could be a fun game we could definitely do that that would be really yeah. fun I would love that yeah, or like a Mad Lib charades. Yeah, <gasps> charades. charades. Oh my goodness. Or like Pictionary. Ooh, oh, mm. the artist is gonna have the upper edge. Bro, <laughs> y'all would win, and I. <laughs> no, like the artist would be over here, like drawing like semi-detailed faces. Meanwhile, the rest of us stick figure stabby stab. <laughs> Thank you so much to my current patrons, Susie, Lady Libris, Alley Cat, Lily, Jenny, Haley, One and Only Taco, Elizabeth, Maria, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Emily, Joe Rochelle, Dahlia, Saucy Tuggles, Meg, Anne Rose, Priya, and Alexa. Your support is much appreciated. Yeah.